Hey everyone, my name is Heather Havenwood and welcome. Today is April 20, 2020. Is that really 24, 2020? Okay, that's where. 2020, 2020, dude. Um, just okay. So I just wanted to um introducing to you to my dear friend Diane Conklin. Is that right? Diane Conklin. Right. Hey. And I'm, I was actually talking about that. Not that I don't know your name. Is that right? I meant like if it was gonna be the wrong way. This is Diane, Diane Conklin. I've known her a really long time. Um, and we've uh been in the trenches a long time, and she's been doing for 20 years. I've been doing for 20 years, and I wanted to bring her on. She's an upcoming event, but I really wanted to bring her on and talk about you know what is happening and more importantly, how to pivot, right? How to pivot, how to change course. Things are changing, obviously, but more importantly, our background, we met at Dan Kennedy World. So our background is direct response marketing, our backgrounds in, in copywriting, understanding what's going on with uh, information marketers specifically. I'll be that for myself. She is a coaching consultant. I'll let her actually introduce herself in just a second and her uh, credentials. But the intention of today, what you're going to learn today is what are some things I can do right now if you are in the information marketing industry, coach, consultant, what are some things you can do right now in your business to pivot? So if you're interested in that, stay tuned, stay on the call, watch the interview, share this with a friend, and let's get started. So Diane, why don't you just share a little bit about who you are and what you're up to right now? Sure. So I'm Diane Conklin. My company is Complete Marketing System. As Heather said, that we've known each other for a long time. We've been doing this for about 25 years. And um, you know, it, I'm not using the P word because that's a basketball term, but you know, um, <laughs> I haven't used that yet, but I will tell you that one of the things that's happening right now and that I do a lot with clients and, and all of that is looking at where things are and, and figuring out how you can shift, how you can get ahead of things, how you can look at your business and life and say, this might be coming. What do I do? How do I get ahead of this? Right. What do, so, you know, as you said, it's April 20th. I've been talking to my clients um, about this since January. Um, look, this is coming. This is happening. We're seeing this movement. Um, you know, and I learned this from a mentor of mine who used to take like the economic charts and lay them on top. And you could see how how history repeated itself with the economy. And so I learned this piece of like, okay, if you know this is coming and you know this is happening, how do we get ahead of it? What do we need to do? What do we need to shift? What do we need to change? Do I need to order supplies? Do I need to come out with a new program? And so that's really what I'm doing right now is, is looking at what are the shifts and changes that need to happen right now? Because let's face it, people are talking about, you know, when we go back to normal, well, there's going to be a new normal. Um, you know, think about, look, if you're older than 20, right, you've been through something. Here's, here's the piece, right? Everybody's like, oh my gosh, we've never seen anything like this in the world before. Yeah, we have. Not exactly like this, but we have, right? If You know, 9-11, if you went through that, it's similar. Yeah, it was different, but it's similar. I saw on TV yesterday that um, a year not a year ago, however many years ago, I don't even remember, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, was the bombing in Oklahoma. Um, and I thought to myself, you know, the one constant that we have in our lives and certainly in our businesses is change. Yeah. And so all there are going to be new industries. There are going to be new opportunities as well as, yeah, lost, lost businesses and lost jobs and all of that is going to happen. 
Um, the question isn't, is it going to happen? The question is, how are you going to respond to it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really true. When you and I first got started, you know, we weren't doing virtual stuff like this at all. You know, we were doing seminars. That was the thing. You did events, you did seminars, you did direct mail, and then time shifted too. So um, interesting. I want to want to tap into, you said you've been talking to your clients since January about this. Are you saying you already saw a shift in the information marketing and then this particular, let's call it C19 for whatever, we have to, it's a demarcation of something. C19, that is, is just kind of escalated it or gotten it faster. You're saying this change has already started to happen. Is that what you're trying to say like that? Well, yeah. So in January, this was happening. The C19 was happening in other parts of the world. That's right. That's right. Did we really think it wasn't coming here? Did we really think that we had some kind of like bubble around the United States of America? I did. I did. Did you? <laughs> kidding. (laughs) But I mean, people think that, right? Right. And so I didn't, I said to them, this is going to affect how we do business here because we live in a global economy. If you've never left your state, your city, your home, right? If you've never left the United States of America, you still do business outside of the U.S., Right. right. Things that you buy, things that, you know, get imported that you buy at the grocery or at Walmart or Target or Mm -hmm. or clothes or whatever it is. And so it's a global economy. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be aware and look and look, I'm not some big, you know, global strategist or something like that. Right. I'm just a small town girl. I grew up on a rural in rural Ohio on a 75 acre farm. So it's just a matter of trying to be smart about this is coming and this is going to affect us. And so we started talking about um, all of those things. And I will tell you the clients and the companies and the businesses that I see thriving right now are two types of businesses. One is the online entrepreneur who has courses because people have more time right now. Right. And so they're looking online. People are saying, geez, I just lost my job over this or my business has gone down. What can I do to make money? Well, online courses, profit with your knowledge, right? That's been one of my taglines for 25 years. Um, It's a great time for that. And the other one is people who have continuity businesses, membership kind of businesses. And so think about it from this perspective. People say silly things all the time, like, oh, continuity has gone away. Really? How do you pay your house payment? How do you pay your car payment? If you're a business owner, do you have, um, do you pay for web hosting? Do you pay for an email account? Do you pay for a CRM? How do you pay for those things? On continuity, even if you pay for something once a year, it's still continuity. You pay for it once a year because it's cheaper than month to month, right? How do you, how do you get your lights, your electricity, all of those things? It's all continuity, your cell phone. So let's talk about, I'm going to push back. So first I'm going to repeat what you said. And then what I call have be a devil's advocate. So uh, first of all, profit companies that are going to be thriving are people that are profiting with their knowledge. Number one, and then number two is membership, which is kind of this particular, particularly the same in a way because one's a model and one's the information. So my question to you is: Let's talk about what, how it's been and what's going to end. So what has been working? Big launches, right? Um, webinar to launches, um, like that. Yeah. Like, let's talk about like what has been popular and what part of that is going to be moved off and moved towards. The other thing that's been really popular in the last two years, high end coaching program. Really? Remember that? Okay. So are those, let's talk about that. 
You know, I think time is going to tell. And I think we're in this sort of weird time right now, right? I mean, I don't have some crystal ball that's going to be right all the time. But we're in this weird time right now because we're kind of in the middle of the pandemic, if you will, right? So people are doing more Zoom things and Zoom is crashing and whatever, right? But are we going to move towards, see, it's interesting. And, and I'm going to go back and look historically, right? After 9-11, people said, oh, no one's ever going to go to a live event again. Hocus pocus. 26 days post 9-11, I was with the, working for a gentleman and we put 200 people in a room in Oklahoma 26 days after 9-11, five people, count them, five people, five, I can't, <laughs> five people canceled to come to that event. Was it hard and stressful? Yeah, but we did whatever it took to make it happen. So people will go back to doing live events. The, the video, you know, people who do live video and people who are hosting, have their own event places and all, that's all coming back. People are going to get married again. And the sporting, all of those things are going to come back on some level. Now, the question is, do you take advantage of the bigger market now that says, hmm, maybe I'm a little slower to say, yes, I want to go to a large event. So if I give them the live stream, if I give them the ability to come on from their home, is that now a secondary income stream in my business that I can take advantage of? I think that's what we're going to see. I think it's going to be slow as people move to go back. I think you might see people sitting in those rooms of 200 or 2,000 or, or 20,000 events with masks on. Maybe, right? You know what I would love to see is live streaming for weddings. Sure. Why right? Not? Like sometimes, I mean, I went to a wedding that was, it was really, really far away and very, very expensive. And it was insane. Honestly, I would have paid $300 just for the live stream versus right. two grand that I spent on the dresses. <laughs> right, right. Like I saw you wedding. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm at home. You know, I mean, right. Yeah. Those are kinds of things that now the wedding planner can add yeah. that package to it. Like people who don't want to travel, they're elderly yeah. or they have kids or they have babies and they don't want to travel to your wedding. We yeah. can live stream the baby for an extra 400 bucks or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's an add on. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's, there's all kinds of things like that that are going to happen, right? I mean, it's easy to do. You've probably got somebody videotaping anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? So uh, let's talk about this information marketers right now, profit, you're profiting from your knowledge kinds of people who are already maybe coaches and consultants. Are you, are you saying that people who are coaches and consultants really need to move to the content piece plus the continuity, vice versa, and, or tell us what you think on that? Well, you know, you know me, right? I, I don't do cookie cutters. So that's a big general question. And I hate answering those big general questions because I really do believe that it's individualized and it's going to be different. But I, I think it's a combination, right? I think, and here's the other piece, right? People say, well, nobody wants to know what I have to say. I'm not an expert. Sure you are. If you know 10% more than somebody else, you're an expert to them. And that's all you need, right? So I think what's going to happen is you're going to continue to see sort of both things. And I think there's a, there's this way that most people don't realize that you can do this combination, right? Courses in and of themselves can be continuity. Um, I have a client right now who is putting together this very thing, courses as continuity. So you can, so for example, right, you can, you can have this class for $97 if you want just this class. Or if you want to sign up, every every three months, I'm going to offer a new class. And you can pay $47 a month to get a new class. And you can choose one of the three classes that I'm going to put out every single month, 
Well, if I like the person, and I want their information. Why would I pay 97 when I can pay 47 and get everything? Right. So there is that combination kind of thing. But I think, and here's the thing, people think, well, yeah, you can make money with online courses or continuity programs that are teaching people how to make money or teach or coaching people how to do better in business. I have people making money right now in those things with things like quilting, um, you know, food service and catering, event people, um, a friend of mine that's a videographer. So it doesn't always have to be about making more money. It could be about how do I enjoy this time, right? And so sort of my motto and my motto with my clients has been during this time, do what you do best. Now, don't be silly. Somebody said to me, well, I, I'm really good at sleeping. Come on, right? I'm talking about what you do in your business. What do you do in your life, right? So for me, I will tell you, I'm a problem solver. Um, I'm really good at that. that. That's one of my, you know, whatever you want to call it, right? It's one of my, one of the things that I'm really good at strategy and problem solving. And so it's really easy for me to help my clients and to talk to people about how do we take whatever's going on right now and turn it into a positive for you in a way that makes sense, in a way that's helping you and potentially the people that you're talking to. I'm not talking about taking advantage of people. I'm not talking about any of that. So what's been what's been kind of the norm the last year, two, maybe three years has been price points 497, 597, one-offs, you know, or higher end and then one-offs of price point. Um, like I know Sam Carr, he did a $5,000 program. And then you got inside, once you buy that, you get the course and then you get unlimited of the Facebook coaching. Mm -hmm. I personally think that model isn't the best, right? Moving forward. I, I'm from what I'm seeing, cause you get the course, like here's the course for 5,000, but then like what, what really people want, they want the community and the connections and the ongoing support and to be able to ask questions as they move through it and yeah. all that. So what would you say to that? If someone has a course like that and then they want to move it more into what's ha what's working today. You know, it's really easy to take your courses and break them down into you know, dripping on people once a week or, or twice a month or, or twice a week or whatever. You just have to think about it, right? So I've got seven modules. That's only good for seven weeks. Well, maybe you can take that seven and, and divide it into 14 modules, right? And so matter of fact, my, my newsletter, I just did my newsletter um, this morning before we got on and I'm talking about the three C's, right? The three C's of your business that, that, that make you successful are really simple content, doesn't have to be rocket science. Doesn't have to be great content. Just has to be good, consistent content. You know, take take a a, a a a current event. We're in the middle of one, right? How do you relate that? Take something that you saw on TV. Take something that you read. Take an article and critique it. Um, there's lots of ways to do content. So that's the first C. The second C is community. And this one's key right now because people need, we just talked about this right before we, before we went live, this, this need for community. We both said that we miss our gym friends, right? We miss going to the gym and having that community there of like-minded people. So if you can provide people with this sense of community and, you know, one of the things I'm doing right now is just more, right? Um, more live things with my clients, more open access to, you know, hey, you need something, shoot me an email. Hey, you need something, I'm here for you. Um, more of those. So that feeling of community, that sense of belonging somewhere, that sense of having a place where you can go 
if you're having a bad day or you're having a bad moment and say, I need some support, right? So that's the second one. And then the third one is 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 really this whole piece of coaching slash continuity. And I, I kind of look at them as the same thing. It doesn't have to be a formal coaching program necessarily, but having that place of here's the next step. Okay, this isn't working. How do you modify? And giving people access to some of that. The coaching can happen through your content. It doesn't have to be one-on-one. It doesn't have to even be one-on-many, right? It can be done by saying, hey, Here's a checklist. Go fill that out. Or here's a here's a report on this. You know, use utilize this. So the coaching piece of it doesn't have to be live. But to your point, I think there's still room for the high end things, um, and there will be again. And I think you know as we ebb and flow. But you know, one of the things that I've looked at is look at where the holes are. What has this? What kind of holes has this created in your niche area or in the industry as a whole? And one of the things, you know, my coaching programs are kind of in that mid range. And I did that because I saw a lot of people doing like the, the lower end, $19, $97, and people doing these really high end, but nobody was in that $597 to $997 a month kind of range. And so I said, hmm, for the person who's making $100,000 or $200,000 or even a half a million dollars, right, a year, they can afford a $10,000 coaching program or a $6,000 coaching program, but they maybe can't afford a $50,000 coaching program. And so let me, let me jump in that in kind of that niche right there. And um, it's been great and it's working. And so part of the answer to your question is you're going to have to test things and see what works. The things I'm seeing right now is people are doing that kind of high end or low end and the high end coaching programs has been, a big thing lately um, <clears throat> until now. And then people are kind of dropping off. Um, I think the three, what were the three C's, three, three C's again for you? Content, community, coaching. Coaching. Okay. I would done connect, connection, connection. That's a community. A community. Okay. So in the world of marketing now, do you have a particular place that you find your leads? Is that changing? I'm doing the same thing. I have a, a, a checklist called 99 ways to get new clients. And I try to always be doing somewhere between five and 10 of those because one is always the worst number, right? Uh, unless you're married. Um, <laughs> but if you're doing one thing and it stops working, then you're what I call OOB, right? Out of business. And so, I, you know, kind of the same kinds of things. I try, I'm, I'm constantly, I have three to four ways that work really well. And then I'm always testing two or three additional ways. Um, you know, the great thing about what's happening right now is there are a lot of people hanging out on social media. And so while there's a lot of people hanging out there and you can get more attention, you, there's also more traffic, right? There's also more noise. There's also more, you know, confusion. And so, um, I'm moving into a couple of other areas that are offline right now um, because so many people are. And, and not that I don't want to go where people are, but there's there's so much noise. There's confusion. There are too many eyes, right, to, 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 for you to stand out and be specific and, and be, you know, for people to see you as something unique and different. It's harder. Mm-hmm. Is, can you share with us some of the, le- the places that you're going to start focusing on expanding? Yeah. So a couple, um, I'm doing, I'm testing some banner ads right now, which is online, but it's not social media um, in some really specific targeted sites. And I'm doing, um, believe it or not, (laughs) 
Um, I'm testing a direct mail campaign right now to, again, to a really specific targeted area. And I'm doing some local, um, some local marketing. And I have a client right now who's testing. Um, this is going to freak some people out. Don't let this freak you out. Ready? He's testing um, TV ads. Here's the cool thing. You can do television ads on your local market relatively inexpensively. And the great news is, is that all you have to do is make the call and say yes. You go to the studio, to the TV studio, and shoot your commercial. And they help you with that. So all the professional lighting, all the professional makeup, all of that is done in the studio. Now, right now, it's a little different uh, because of the times that we're in. But what's cool is we think of video as, oh, my gosh, I have to all, have all this equipment. I have to do all this right, these things right. When you, do, when you test TV, you don't. And you can test specific times, right? So in this instance, he knows that the people he's looking for are going to be watching around the news. And so that's the times that he's doing it in his local market. That's cool. I'm curious what the cost is for something like that. We kind of grew up on those days. Yeah. I did. Yeah. So he. So I'll tell you, he's got a, a three-month gig at certain times is running um, during the day, and it's costing him $9,000. For three months? Mm -hmm. That's not bad. Mm -mm, not bad at all. I mean, I mean, put that perspective for some people. I did local ads here in Austin, um, radio. Um, the minimum they let us do, like because we're like we just want to come in the minimum and grow, was three grand a month. So that's for you know, three six nine. So nine thousand for three months for sure. Yep. Um, and we own that was only radio, and that was only one station, and we didn't have much say in the matter of when it went out by the way. So we definitely didn't get drive time. Of course, there's no drive time anymore, but we didn't get drive time. We wanted drive time. <laughs> there's right. like a no drive time now. Um, so, uh, but just to give you a relative. So he's getting TV for the same price and we are in the market, of course, uh, but I'm just giving you ideas. So, um, and look, there are people who are spending $3,000 on Facebook ads every oh, month. Shit. You know, there are people who are spending $9,000 on Facebook ads every month, right? Every but, day, yeah. <laughs> but again, here's the thing that people typically miss, Heather, is that it's not about how much does it cost. It's about what's the investment and what's my return on investment. Right. Because if it costs you $9,000, then that means you didn't make anything, right? If you invest $9,000, but you get $9,000 back, at least you broke even. And the smart marketer says, I broke even and I have new leads that I can now sell things on the back end to, which means I can make money on the back end. Right. right? The right. even better is, is that let's say you, you invest 9,000 and you make 18,000, right? Now that's a two to one return. The question is, do you do more of that or do you stop? I would say do more of it because you doubled your money, right? So it's not about how much am I putting out initially. Now, and again, that, that I know that's short-sighted because some people are like, yeah, Diane, it is because I don't have the nine grand, right? Okay, well, then do something that's 900 or $90 or whatever you can you can invest. But don't don't make the mistake that so many people make when they say, okay, I've got, let's just say $100. I'm just using a round number, right, that I can invest, and that's it. Well, if you invest $100, and you make a thousand dollars. Why would you not invest a hundred dollars again? That people say, well, because a hundred dollars was all I had to invest. But you just made you have not you're you're up nine hundred. Take another hundred and do that again. So don't don't get don't fall into that trap. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's something that just to point out that you know is that a lot of the when we were in the years ago the information infomercial 
people, they were just they were just trying to break even on the front end. Now, why would they do that? Is because they knew the list of buyers was more valuable than anything. So they were just using the TV back then and newspaper back then, believe it or not, to get the buyer. And then they sold more products on the back end. So it's almost as if that model's kind of starting to happen again. And if people understood that, it would make more sense when they buy ads. It's not about putting a hundred dollars and getting, getting 150. It's about putting at a hundred, getting a hundred and then back ending 500. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's a distinction that I think what you're saying is kind of coming back, right? Yeah. And the other piece of it is, is that when you invest the hundred, right, it's about getting a good quality client, right? So yeah. your ads have to be targeted and specific, right? So I call, I talk about the marketing triangle, right? Market, market message media, those three things have to line up. And when you line those things up and now you get, let's say that you, you invested the hundred and you got 10 new leads, but nobody bought. Well, if you nurture those 10 leads in seven days or 10 days or, or, or a month from now, one of them buys a $500 product from you, right? Now you really did have a five to one return on your money. It just didn't happen right at that very moment. And so again, it's, this is about measuring, it's about knowing what your numbers are, and it's about sometimes being patient because the instant gratification doesn't always come. And, and we tend to be impatient, right? We want it right now. <laughs> right now. Right? Right now. <laughs> okay, great. So uh, we talked a lot about uh, the three C's, talked about the three um, M's of message market and media, talked about what do you think has happened, the two, uh, the two kinds of businesses you find that are going to be prospering. Do you, are you, what are you doing right now? Do you have something coming up uh, as to help people? Like what do you have coming up? Yeah. So interestingly, I kind of, I don't, you know, in January I said, you know, my next event is going to be May 7th and 8th and I'm going to go back to my roots, which is, which is courses and continuity. Um, and so I'm doing May 7th and 8th um, was going to be here in Atlanta. Now it's virtual. We're going to do it on zoom. Um, still May 7th and 8th because I can still do everything, right? So this is me saying, okay, well, I had this scheduled. It was a live event. How do I get ahead of this and look at and, and still do what I want to do and still help people? So I'm doing it virtually May 7th and 8th. And I'm going to talk about courses and continuity. And that's where you can go to find information is if you go to coursesandcontinuity.com. Um, I'm going to do something special for people who are in earshot of this. It's $197. Yes, I am still charging because I'm sending things to you ahead of time and because you will be more committed if you have an investment. So it's $197, but if you put the code Diane, which is just my first name in, because Heather's doing this, um, you can come for $97. Oh, so wow. you, you are still making an investment. That's nice. Um, and, and here's the interesting thing. People are like, well, I already, I already have courses or I already have a continuity program and doing really well. Okay. Could you do better? Um, you know, I'm going to be there by the way, heads up. And so if you go to coursesandcontinuity.com, you'll see a couple things. One is you'll see my, my friend and colleague, um, and former client Casey Graham, who literally went from zero to six figures in 90 days with the continuity program without a website. <laughs> this has been a few years ago now, um, and on to a million dollars in 12 months. He is now doing all kinds of amazing and crazy things, but he sold that continuity business. See, here's the thing. Some people just do business and some people think long-term. So if you, if, you own, if you have a continuity business that is successful in making money, you can sell that. 
he sold his business after I think it was he did it for five years and he sold it for a multi seven figure number. And then he and the, the gal that he started it with um, took a year off and he's now doing another program, several other businesses now. But and there's a lot of examples like that on there. Um, and people that I've helped with courses and with continuity programs and that sort of thing. There's there's a level of continuity and then there's a level of continuity, right? And mm. so um, if you're looking to improve, to do better, to make more money, if you have things about your courses or your continuity programs now that are frustrating for you, um, we're going to do all of that. There's a maximum of 30 people because I want to do, a, just like I do at the live events that you've been to, Heather, um, there's going to be a lot of one-on-one. There's going to be a lot of personal attention. We're going to, you're going to leave with your course outlined and ready to record your continuity program, ready to go and, and, and to launch one or both of those um, at the end of the two days. And so this, it's partly a hands-on environment, but it's, it's partly a learning environment. So. Oh, nice. Okay.com. Yeah. Um, so cotton, say it again. Courses and continuity.com. Courses and continuity.com. Go check it out. It is going to be virtual. So that means you no know, travel expenses. So no excuses. Uh, May 6th and 7th. So we all have webcams now. May 7th and 8th. Oops. May 7th and 8th. Thank you. I will be there. Um, this is the direction I'm going. 100%. Um, so uh, I love that you're doing this. Perfect timing. As I told you, I was already thinking that this that morning. And then you put a little post up and I'm like, of course. So um, this is stuff. I agree with everything that Diane has said today about the direction. Um, you know, um, after 9-11, I actually is when I got hired in the seminar business. It was like two months after 9-11. A lot of the people in the seminar business left the business, you know, thinking it was done. And so gave me a spot to get in. So uh, that's actually how I started as I started at you know, I remember, I, you know, I just got to say this for a second. I remember when I started traveling full time in that business and it was post 9-11, right? And at the time I didn't know anything different because I, I hadn't really traveled. This is a full-time travel job, like full time. I hadn't known anything different. So, right. the, but my coworkers were constantly complaining about all the new issues they had to deal with. But for me, the new world was like just the new world. Right. It didn't even like, okay, I guess we're this TSA thing. We're getting felt up. You know, they had never experienced that. So it was a lot of complaining. And I realized I had an advantage coming into the seminar business at that time before the pre because everyone for a year, or at least a year or two, it was just like before 9-11, it was so much better. You know, <laughs> and if you could just, and I feel like that's going to happen again here is my point. And so it's like, if you could just like, it's just done. Like whatever happened the pre-March of 2020, it just is. And we're just in a new world. If you could just act like a beginner's mind and walk in like it's your first day of kindergarten and be like, this is just how it is now. You know what yep. I mean? And just let it go. Then it's going to be faster and easier um, yeah. for you. And you might as well because you can't change the clock. You can't turn it back. There's nothing you can do about it. And so- yeah you know, you're, we're going to have to move forward into the new normal. And so the question is, are you going to bitch and gripe and piss and moan about it? Excuse my language. Or are you going to look at it and say, how do I turn this into an opportunity? How do I get along in this new normal of a world? How do I make money? How do I profit? How do I help more people? Whatever angle it is, right? I mean, look, I'm a capitalist and, and I, I will never apologize for making money. Um, I'm not, you know, scamming anybody. I'm not price gouging. I'm not doing any of those things, but I do believe, look, you know, one of the interesting things, Heather, is people are, are talking about, well, you shouldn't be charging for this or that during this time. Really? 
When I went to the grocery store the other day, they, there was no question that you were going to have to pay to get your eggs and your milk and your bread and your vegetables or whatever. Why is it that all of a sudden coaches and consultants and people in the information business are supposed to like give everything away for free, right? I'm still paying for my cell phone, still paying for my car, I'm still paying for rent. Now, look, I understand people are like, gosh, what a, you know, she's kind of harsh. No. I don't think that at all. I don't know who the hell you're talking to, but <laughs> like, you know, but I get it. There are people who are struggling. I'm not saying that, that, you know, this isn't a hard time. It is, but think about what you're saying. If you're a business owner and you're, you're begrudging somebody else, again, not somebody who's price gouging or cheating or any of that, but you're begrudging somebody else, the ability to do business. Mm -hmm. Money is energy. Money has to flow and money has to move in our world in order for things to, you know, to go. It's going to take a while for things to get the economy to get moving again anyway. Um, yeah. But you've got to. Yeah, I, well, I don't have that issue going on over here. So I don't think anybody listening on my show has got that going on. So we'll just <laughs> ignore that. I don't know. Right. I, I don't see any issue with that. Um, I think what is changing, though, is the price models, right? And the business models and the price points yep. and things like that. I think that is altering mainly out of fear. It's like, whoa, you know, because everything kind of, went, you know, so I think that there are some changes to that. Um, and it's just a reorganization, again, of something. Yeah. Um, and I'll go back to, again, just similar business because I was, this is, by the way, this is 2001 when I got in. And um, I didn't know any different, like I said. So for me, when I walked into a room of 150 people and we were selling them a $3,000 program, I thought this is exciting as hell. You know what I mean? Like, this is great. Uh, but the people that were there seven months earlier, pre-9-11, this sucks. Like, we used to have three people, you know? We still made a lot of money, you know? But it's right. just, so you just have to- Change your paradigm. You gotta change your paradigm um, and have people think differently and then change, things will shift, right? So I, I got anything going on. I'm a capitalist too. Um, I agree with you. I, I really agree with you on what's happening. You and I have been through, you know, 9-11 and then in the industry we've been through 08. Um, and now we're just going through a, another situation, whatever C-19, whatever you want to call it. And so I think that this is just an opportunity to alter and to change. I know I'm changing. Um, um, that's fine. You know, I'm altering. I'm going into membership. Um, I've never had a membership. Um, I've managed them, but I've never had one myself. So here we go. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just how things are, I think. And people also want the community. They want the connection. The ideas of like, here's a course and see you later. That people don't put up with that crap anymore. Right. People right. are like run to the back of the room and $3,000 thing. And I hope to God that I'll see you again. Like people's, people's um, expectations have altered. Yeah. So just meet them. But I will say real quickly, the people that are giving away things for free, good example, Peloton. <laughs> so she got me into Peloton. She was like, Miss Peloton for like months. And I was like, whatever. Anyway, so um, Peloton gave away 90 days of free for their app. Yep. Now, smart, smart. Why? They got me. I'm sitting at home. I'm like, well, it's free. Screw it. Try it out. Right. Tried it out. The first 30, I'm like, I'm hooked. Now now I'm paying, right? So now I'm a paying customer. They just extended their trial from 14 days or whatever it was to like 90 days for the epidemic or whatever. But it was smart because what do they do? They got a customer. Yep. Then I bought a bike. 
Right. Then I'm, then I'm paying recurring forever. You know, so you have to think about the giving away things. It's more for an understanding like we give and yes, we want to buy in customer. Right. So just that's the only place I've really seen the things of giving away things like that, where they're just extending yeah. their trial. You know, that's, that's not what I was talking about. But if you want to look at a great marketing model right now, I yeah. mean, there are some great marketing. Peloton is one of them. Peloton was a great marketing model before all of this, but yeah. um, it's very community based. Um, the You've got the content happens every day. I mean, every minute practically of every day, there's, there's classes, there's different kinds of classes, whether it's bike or treadmill or meditation or yoga or stretching or cardiovascular or whatever it is. Um, the community is is huge and the coaching happens in the classes. And so it's, it's got the three C's built in. But what's interesting about it is you're right. They said, hey, how do, how do we genuinely help people, right? Well, they helped us by giving us 90 days free of the app. Well, so, and again, you don't have to have the bike or the treadmill. Right. You can do yoga, you can do medication, meditation, you can do strength. You can go outside and walk or run. There are all of these things, right? But what happened was they're, they're going crazy right now. I mean, I'm seeing it's taking over a month for people to get bikes delivered right now. And they've shut down. They're not delivering treadmills. They haven't in about a month because it's such an intense, they have to put it together and all that. So they don't want their techs inside. But Here's what's happening. So people went from the free app to buying the bike for 2,500 bucks, right? Now your membership is $38 a month because you have to have that. 42 with tax. Okay, 42 with tax, right? And now what's going to happen? Pretty soon you're going to see Heather, whichever way she is, right? Um, you're going to see her in Peloton gear. I Trust me. Oh, oh I've She's already got it. outfits and the hat, oh. right? So girl, girl, I'm already like, I like that. Right, see? So there's another back-end marketing or a back-end moneymaker for them, right? Is the attire, all of these things that they're doing. I'm um, already looking like, I like that little bit. Right, exactly. So it's a, it's a, it's a pretty cool um, model to look at. And again, yeah. I, I certainly, let me just reiterate that I wasn't talking about doing things that are just genuine and giving you know, but I'm what I'm talking what I was talking about was people who are bad mouthing and slamming people who are still you know, yeah, you know, I, yeah. No, I was showing it I was what I was showing is yeah. an opportunity where you can quote unquote give, but still you're giving you know what I mean? Like it just makes sense. It was actually yeah. smart. So yeah, no, I love it. Peloton's amazing. I think the business honestly a year ago when I heard about it on on the business channel, I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. This makes no sense, right? And yep. then here I am like, what's up? So I, yep. but they do have the marketing content community and coaching. They do have the three, the three uh, C's done very well, yep. done virtually very yep. well. Yep. And on top of that, it's a great business model to look at. And on top of that, during this time, during this pandemic or whatever, they've had their studios shut down all kinds of issues. So they haven't even been live. Right. And they're still killing it. You know right. what I mean? I mean, think about it. They are not live right now. Everything's quote unquote encore, which means repeat. And yeah. they're still killing. No one cares. Yeah. They're like, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know? the class that you did yesterday that, that you live streamed, there were what, 3,500 people on that, on that class live. And it was an encore. It wasn't a live class. It was a, it was a class that they were replaying. So yeah, right. I could, we could spend an hours literally talking about 
Um, the other cool thing about it is you talk about the community piece, right? And so this is another huge lesson. Not only does Peloton have its own community, but there's all these sub-communities for the instructors and 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 all of this. Well, and if you now go into like Instagram or Facebook, they all also have their own pages where they put up information and they put up class schedules and they put up motivational posts. And so this community piece is bigger than just Peloton, the company. It's the instructors. It's the, the there's a DJ that does live DJ rides. He's doing hour, an hour of spinning um, tunes on his Instagram every, every night from six to seven. So think about that from your company or your, you know, whether you're virtual or not, right? The entire team. Let me add to this because up until now, most, let's talk about gyms for a second, because I've been to a lot of gyms in my life. And if they worked at Gold's Gym, if they were a trainer at Gold's Gym, if they were a Spencer Gold's Gym, they weren't allowed to tell, they they weren't allowed to be outside of Gold. Somebody said they weren't allowed to be Karen, the spin instructor. It was like, they're just Karen at Gold's. It was like all about the company, Gold, 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 everything owned it. So I think it's really interesting because Peloton's shifted that and said, no, it's, they're allowed to have that. We want them to have another world yeah. because it feeds everything together. Sure. And that's that's a new business model, right? That really well, is. It's an abundant business model as yes. opposed to the lack business model that the gyms have had over the years, right? Oh, we only want you to be known here. Really? It's like it's like a speaker going up and people saying, Well, you can't talk about your company. We live in the world of social media. You really think that if I don't talk about my company or give you my company name, that you can't go to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or, or you know, TikTok or Millie's Mock and Strawberry, Blueberry, Blackberry, Rat. You can go find me. It's not hard anymore. And so by doing that, you're squashing people instead of saying, look, we live in an abundant world. People may have found you on Peloton, but you have other things going on. Right. Feel free. Right. That, that's that was new for me with Peloton specifically to say, oh, yeah, go check my personal Instagram out and go check my personal. And the reason I say that is because I was before this whole situation, I was part of something called Truth, True Something. I forgot the name. But it's a really bad name. True Something. And they have all these great instructors. Right. They have wonderful instructors, too. But they all made their instructors do the Instagram on the company's pages. I wasn't allowed to connect with the yoga instructor privately or something. It was very strange. And so um, now they're a franchise. It might be different, but I thought, wow, what an opportunity, you know? And then what's interesting about that company, which is fascinating. I'm not going to name them really, is that during this situation, right? They're a recurring model. These great instructors, they were not set up. They had no app. They had no app. And they are, I've seen them on Instagram just trying to figure this out. And I thought, how interesting, right? They should have had an app. And I know Gold's Gym did, and they did something for their clients. Well, here's, here's what Peloton understood that these other companies don't, right? Is that by allowing the instructors to have their own thing and allowing us to be able to go out, it creates a bigger bond. So it creates a bigger bond with the instructor, which now creates a bigger bond with the company, which it now does. creates a, right? So it's, it, it's a, it, it all benefits Peloton. Right. Here's the other thing. What's interesting? Talk about you know um, shifting paradigms, right? I have a friend who is husband just in the last year has put together and built a personal training studio, and his thing always was I'll never do training virtually or anywhere other than live in the studio because that's what makes a good trainer and blah 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 blah. Well, guess what? He's doing training now via Zoom, and 
virtually, right? Because the times changed his paradigm. Now, look, as a, as a trainer myself and as a, as a fitness person, I agree with him. And yet there's always a way to do things, right? It's, it's, it's me, the problem solver, right? There's always a way to do things that make sense. That's not just the way you do it. It's not just your paradigm. And I think for a while, we're going to see people being more open and flexible and doing things in new and different ways that they maybe thought that they wouldn't have done before. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at some of these models. We've used Peloton, but there's other models like that. I've, I've been a, for a long time, I've been a fan of Carnival Cruise Lines. Um, and just pick Carnival because that's who I've been, but I'm sure the other cruise lines do at Disney. Um, look at what they do in their companies and say to yourself, how can I use that? How can I incorporate? What do they do? Oh, Carnival Cruise Line is a marketing machine. From the moment you get close to the ship, they're taking photographs. They're, you know, the the drink of the day, and you've got you've got the you know the the mug that it goes, the souvenir cup that's an extra three dollars or whatever, right? I mean, every single the minute you walk on the ship, they're they're seeing if you want to upgrade to their supper club and and go have you know these private you know, dinner kinds of things. I mean, there's, it's a constant, it's con it's not in your face, but if you want the photographs that they take, guess what? That's extra. You have to pay for that. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's like having, it's, it's almost like it's free money until you get out, try to get off the ship. Right. Cause all the drinks, it's like, Oh yeah, I'll have another one of those. And then all of a sudden mid, mid, mid week, you look and you're like, Oh my gosh, I spent that much on alcohol. But yeah. You know, yeah. there's market, there's great marketing lessons out there everywhere you are um, every single day to include on the TV. If you're stuck, you know, if you're not leaving the house right now, you just have to look at them. Yeah. And ask yourself, how can I use that? Yeah. What do I like about that? What do I not like about that? What would I change about that? And then go implement it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of good business models right now and working. But yeah. honestly, yeah, I could definitely talk about Peloton forever from a business model perspective, why it works and how they were able to do it. They just, their timing was incredible because they have no competitor. Well, then there are some companies that are trying to compete with them, but you know, it's interesting. Go, you know, just, you know, go on the, on Facebook and, and, and join the, the, the group, you know, go get the app for free just to, to study this and then pick an instructor and go see what they're doing. I have a couple that are my favorites, but they all have other things that they're doing, whether it's their own businesses or their commentators for a sports channel or their models or their makeup artists or their actors or their, you know, I mean, it's pretty amazing that some of them have their own health and fitness things. Some of them are for professional athletes. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty amazing when you dig in and start looking at, you know, the other I things. Think that the doing. thing I'll say to that, and we'll wrap it up is that, I remember being working for companies that on like sell side or whatever I was, you know, and <clears throat> I was never allowed to talk about my life. You know what right. I mean? I was never allowed to share my personal stuff. It was very like, come be the company girl or whatever. And it always was so frustrating. It felt so limiting. So, and Peloton's kind of broken that ceiling where you have a big company, you have these individuals working for the company and when they're on the bike or when they're on studio, they are them, but they do say, you know, check out my Facebook, check out my Instagram. And then their world opens up and people become fans of who they are. And that's key because yeah. then what happens is if you fall in love with the instructor, which I heard that before, but it didn't make sense to me until now. Um, then you're like, well, I only want to work with her or him. And, 
I can only find her on Peloton. I'm, I'm held on. I can't, if I move companies, I, I can't. Right. So right. it's, it's, yeah. it's smart on multiple levels. Yeah. It kind of is basically saying to companies, it's okay to give your, um, your salespeople, let's say, or your face of your companies, having giving them a face beyond just their company, just beyond. Yeah. And what's interesting is, is that if you go look at some of these, I mean, we know a lot about the instructors. I mean, one of them had was cooking at home with her, her live-in boyfriend the other day. Um, two days later, her daughter turned 21 and they were showing them, you know, blowing up balloons. So this isn't all fitness stuff. This is, you know, right. their life. This is who they are, drinking wine and, you know, putting on their readers and, and, you know, we know they have a boyfriend. We know one of them just got married. We know whether sometimes we know if they're gay, straight, bi. I mean, it's, you know, there's, you know, a lot about that. I say a lot, you know, a lot more about them than we know about probably think about a coach or mentor that you have and what you know about them. 10 minutes on a, on a Peloton page or on one of these instructor pages and you know a lot about their life. It's, right. There's right. a huge lesson there. There's yeah. a huge lesson there for me, even. Yeah, a huge lesson for me too. Like being able to be sharing of more than just when marketing. Yeah. Speaking of that, if you welcome to go to my Facebook page, I did do a live of me doing a Peloton on Sunday. It was just me live. Woo! It was uh, challenging. And then I ate a cookie. And then I told everybody I ate a cookie. <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, Want to give the website one more time? Sure. Coursesandcontinuity.com. Remember the promo code to put my name, Diane, and it'll save you. Um, you can come in for 97 bucks. So coursesandcontinuity.com. And I will um, be there. So I'll see you there. And that's May 7th and 8th, 2020. And uh, Diane, thank you for your time. Thank you for everything you're doing. And thank you for what you're putting together for that event. I know you and I know it's going to be intense and great mm -hmm. and amazing and Full. So I'm excited for everything you're doing now over there to have that be great for the 30 people who have the opportunity to, to be there. So uh, thank you for that. And it's $97. I'll see you guys there May 7th and 8th. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be a student. I'm not speaking or anything. I'm a student. Put on a student hat. Right. So um, I'm going to be there because this is exactly what I need to be doing for my business. Um, and so I appreciate you, Diane. Thank you for being here. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank Bye. you.